hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fitness Fee Podcast. Happy Wednesday. No, it's not Wednesday. It's Thursday in my world or whatever day of the week it is where you're listening to. Um, I am coming in today to just go through a few Q&As that have come up recently um, during check-ins with my clients, with JSA members, um and some of these things that you could be experiencing yourself so hopefully you will get some tips and tricks and some golden nuggets and take those away and be able to help you on your journey and where you are heading so i'm just going to dive straight in uh, and get started and the first question that popped up was um, do I need to be restrictive with my diet to see the changes that I want? Okay, so let's just break this down. Being restrictive on any level with anything is not a good idea. Either you're going to find yourself in a restrictive cycle that you're only going to be able to maintain that restriction for so long before you can't resist the things that you are restricting yourself from because that is the only thing that you can think of and it will just play on your mind until you cave in so let's have an example for example you think the only way that you can reach your goals is to cut out all the foods that you love to eat chocolate biscuits, crisps, burgers, fries, you name it, milkshakes, anything, anything that you like. It could be absolutely anything. As soon as you take that restriction away, sorry, as soon as you put that restriction in place, so removing the foods that you love, um, you think that you've made a step in the right direction. But if you ask yourself the question, how long am I going to be able to maintain this for? Is this something that I want to do for the rest of my life to reach my goals? Or is it something that I'm just going to do for a set amount of time and then I'm going to go back to eating the foods? So if you ask yourself that question, why would you then remove that food from your diet if it's not something you're going to abstain from for the rest of your life let's just say chocolate okay by removing it you are going to create a much bigger craving for that food because it will be the only thing that you can think of so at first it will probably feel okay i can do this i can do it i can survive without having a chocolate bar i can survive without having a whole family size chocolate bar i can survive without having endless amounts of chocolate but you will find that there will come a point when that is all that you can think about and it feels that you are drawn to chocolate everywhere it's the only thing that you see it's in all the supermarkets in the shops you see adverts for it. it's on telly it's in your cupboard it's like you can't resist it. it's like it's calling to you and that is because you have removed it from your life completely and I know that people will be saying, well, I can't have it in the house because I literally cannot control myself. But you will be restricting it in some shape or form. So you will be on then in that yo-yo 
phase of the food so you will restrict it for a certain period of time and then you'll be like i can't i can't do it i can't live without chocolate and then you'll eat as much as you possibly can because the whole time you're saying to yourself well i'm just going to have this now and then i'll stop again and then i'll be all right and then you'll stop again for a period of time and then you'll fall back into the trap again where you're like i can't do without it and again you're in that vicious cycle of overeating on something and then beating yourself up about it because you've overeaten and then cutting it out completely if you try to allow yourself to have a piece of chocolate two pieces of chocolate every single day of your life you will at some point not overeat on it because you will be able to say to yourself well i don't need to have a whole family size bar now and all the chocolate that i can eat until i feel sick because if i want some more I can have some more if i want some more tomorrow i can have some more tomorrow and in fact i can have some more the day after that and the day after that so there will be a time when you come where you're like actually i might not actually fancy any chocolate tonight because i can have it again tomorrow or i only want one square of chocolate tonight rather than two or three that you plan for because you know that you can have it again tomorrow there is no restriction the amount of times I say this to clients and they're like, well, I won't be able to do that. I will just gorge on it or I will just overeat. Yes, you may do that for the first few days because you are still not in the mindset of reminding yourself that you can have it tomorrow and you can have it again the day after and the day after that because you are still in that mindset of I need to eat all this now because I don't know when I'm going to have it again next. I don't know when I'm going to allow myself to have more chocolate. So by giving yourself permission to eat the things that you want, it means that you get a little bit closer to your goal because you've removed that restriction on your diet. So you do not need to be restrictive to get where you want. Yes, you might have to make some compromises, but you do not need to be cutting out food groups or the foods that you love. Okay, so if you can keep that in mind, when looking at your diet um it does really help okay i can give you much more tips on like making a balanced diet so that you still have the foods that you love while having a nutritional balanced diet because that is the best way for you to hit your goals feel full and be satisfied and know that the choices that you're making are the ones that are best for you uh so that was first question that was a bit of a long waffle i got got um got well into that one <laughs> right next one um how much cardio do i need to do this one comes up so many times how much cardio do you need to do first of all what is your goal is your goal to improve your cardio fitness do you want to be able to run faster do you want to be able to do quicker sprints or are you doing the cardio because you think it's going to lose you more fat much quicker because we are a lot of us are conditioned thanks to the 80s and the 90s that cardio fitness equals fat loss and it doesn't okay what you need to start looking at is that cardio is there 
as a cardiovascular fitness. That's what it's short for, cardio, cardiovascular, which means making you fitter, stronger, and healthier. Okay, so you're conditioning your heart to be able to work better. It's not about burning fat. Yes, you will burn more calories by doing more activity than none, but you don't use it to lose more body fat. So don't think by doing a 25-minute hit or a 45-minute spin class extra on top of what you're already doing is going to get you the results that you want to do. So no, you don't need to do it. If you enjoy doing cardio fitness, so if you like doing exercise classes, if it gives you that buzz, the pump, you enjoy the atmosphere, you know, if you like doing running because that's what you do, then do it because you enjoy doing it, not because you think it's going to get you more fat loss because that isn't how it works, okay? Don't do the things that you don't love. The amount of people that think that they need to go running to lose weight, it's just not true. You are not gonna keep it up either, okay? At some point, you're gonna stop doing it because you don't enjoy doing it, because it becomes a chore, it becomes something that you don't want to do, and therefore you will find excuses and reasons not to do it. So no, you don't need to do cardio. Do it if you enjoy it. If you don't, look for an alternative, okay? There are better ways to reach your goals if fat loss is your goal than running on a treadmill in a gym, I can assure you. Right, um, another, the next question I got was, um, how do you manage time when you're a busy working mom trying to hold down a full-time job and everything else that comes together with a family. So this is a really tricky one. So I totally understand why it can seem that you don't have enough time for yourself or to do the things that you want to do. So whether that is workouts, whether it's you know prepping some food, trying to reach your goals can just seem unachievable at times when you have a very busy life okay so what you need to do is you need to look at what you are currently doing now and how you can make it work okay so if you spend say a week writing down everything that you do and look at what what you actually spend your time on I mean, are you guilty, and I'm hands up now for this, okay, totally admit to that, to getting sucked into social media, whether it's scrolling on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever, you get sucked into it. And before you know it, it's like 25, 30 minutes have gone. Um, and you're like, well, wow, where did that go? And you could have done something else. So when you're saying to yourself, I don't have the time, if you really sit down and have an honest look at where you spend your time, you might be able to find 20 minutes to go for an extra walk uh, to get some more steps in. You might be able to find 25 minutes to get a quick circuit workout in or you know to spend some time 
working out what you're going to eat for the week or do that online shop that you want to do or prep a couple of meals, breakfasts in advance. It really is about taking responsibility for what you do. Just like if you've got a job, you manage your time so that you make sure that you're at work on time so that you leave on time. If depending on what your job is, you might have to manage your time at work appointments, maybe phone calls, meetings with people. So apply those methods that you do for your work in your home life as well. Some of you might already do that because you've got to organize after school clubs, picking the kids up, you know, making sure they're in the right time at the right place. So look at what you can do with that time that you've got. I mean, when you've got, you've got to go and take the kids to a sports club, you know, do you have to sit around for an hour while they do the sports club? Can you do something in that hour? You might not be able to go away and do a workout, but could you get some steps in? Could you, you know, set aside yourself some time to listen to a podcast or, you know, catch up on some emails, something, do something productive with the time that you have got. Um, you might not be able to choose the situation that you're in because of other determining factors, but you can take control of how to manage that time. You need to accept responsibility for your actions and then see what changes you can make. And they might only be tiny little changes, but those small changes can add up to a much bigger result over a longer period of time. So while on its own, it might not seem like much to you, if you zoomed out of the picture, it could have a massive effect overall. Over a year, it, those small little changes could make the biggest difference to you. Um, next question was, I can't get motivated to work out. I know what I need to do. I just can't do it. This one comes up time and time again. Um, and I'm going to use this um this is a little snippet that i've got from the lovely nicole who is the head coach at jsa um and i'm gonna quote her actually because this is a very good analogy to think about about motivation okay motivation comes and goes and it is definitely a fair weathered friend um and often it only shows up after you start making progress but sometimes you have to look at it a little bit like you would a job. Most of us have jobs, some kind of job. Um, you're not always motivated to go to your job. Some days you really can't be bothered to get out of bed. But the, the wage or the paycheck that you receive for all the days that you show up doesn't change just because some days when you show up, you're happier than others. So you still go in regardless of whether you feel like it at times because you know if you don't show up, then your boss is going to want to know why. And it could result in you getting your pay docked. So you go. And progress is the same. It comes through from all the days that you do show up, not just on the days when you aren't motivated, okay? So it's that action that makes the progress and then you receive the uh, motivation from that okay so motivation is never just going to land on your on your lap okay 
it's something that you have to work towards and that applies to anything not just working out anything that you feel like you're not motivated to do you need to do the action and yes sometimes it's going to be incredibly hard um but it will be worth it in the end so my advice for getting motivated for a workout is plan it like you would an appointment so make a commitment to yourself that you are going to fulfill that workout whether you feel like going or not um if it's like if it's something about getting up in the morning or doing it straight from work have your kit ready if it's in the morning have your kit all laid out the night before so you've got no excuse so all you've got to do is get up and put it on if you're getting up in the morning set your alarm and put your alarm where you have to physically get out of bed to turn it off because then you're up then if you're lying in bed and you turn your alarm off snooze it you're just going to turn over and go back to sleep again and you'll snooze it again and then you'll snooze it again and then you'll have run out you'll have the 30 minutes you had set aside for your workout will have gone and you don't have time to do it then so once you're out of bed you've already started that action of getting yourself ready so you might as well put your clothes on because they're there ready for you and then you might as well go and do the workout whether that's a home workout or going to the gym same with if you work out after work have your kit ready in the car because you know and i know that if you go home and walk through that door there is either the sofa is going to be calling to you or somebody is going to be like can you help me do this mum can you do that so there'll be other things that step in your way whereas if you commit to right i'm going to have my kit in the car i'm not going to go home i'm going to go straight to the gym after work get it done then go home and confront whatever it is at home that are my number one tips for being motivated to work out um right last one um which does crop up and it's obviously i think it's the time of year as well um that a lot of people seem to be getting ill or their partners are getting ill or their family members are getting ill i'm talking about the uk here although it is changed seasons on the other side of the world at the moment uh all our aussie friends they're going into their spring but it's very uh, hit and miss with the weather at them for them at the moment and the same with us here we're cooling down in the uk people seem to be get picking up a lot of colds and sniffles and sore throats at the moment so this one was based around somebody who said that their partner was ill and they weren't able to do any of their workouts because they were left holding the baby basically on their own um and they felt guilty for not being able to do it um so at times like this this is something that is totally outside of your control whether it's yourself that's getting ill or it's a family member and you've got to be there to look after them or whether they're children or whatever um so that is outside of your control and while i'm talking to you here now i'm just going to say exactly the same thing has happened to me today today is a thursday it's one of my gym days my son's woke up this morning and he's got a horrendous sore throat and a cold and he's not feeling very well and he's not gone to school i can't go to the gym today okay i could maybe go down in the garage in my garage gym but it's the mess and i'm gonna leave that excuse there um but do you know what it's not the end of the world because the gym is still going to be there for me tomorrow if he's feeling better or if he's not feeling better tomorrow i can go the day after because missing one 
two, or even heaven forbid, a week of exercise because of circumstances outside of your control is not the end of the world. Look at what you can do and see how you can work around that. Maybe that you can go in your garage gym. Maybe you can just like go and do a, a workout in front of the telly. Maybe you can sit, stick on Get Fit With Rick to get those steps up because you can't leave the house because you can't leave the person alone on their own, which has happened to me today. Um, so don't beat yourself up for the things that you can't do. Look at what you can control. Can you like nail the nutrition instead? Can you look at ways to be active in other ways that doesn't require you to leave the house okay um it's just just analyzing what you can do and knowing that it's okay to do that at times this isn't something that you've planned to stop doing for like the rest of your life it's just a little hiccup and a bump in the path that is all it is and you will glide around it and three months down the line you probably won't even remember it it'll have completely disappeared on your path journey because it was so small a blip and that's the way that you need to look at it so that is my thursday waffle it's not even a wednesday waffle is it um if you have any more questions please hit me up uh, i am always here to help you and happy to send you my golden nuggets and waffle along the way um and i shall catch up with you soon